Headroom coming to you live from the virtuary. This is episode two of the Black's Headroom show. I'm still kind of ironing some things out, so sorry it took so long for me to get on tonight. So, this past week, uh, might have even been two weeks ago. Hell, who knows? Uh, another unarmed man gets shot by the police. I'm tired of hearing this shit. Um, uh, this time it was in Sacramento. Uh, then, come to find out, when the cops said that this uh, suspect uh, came at them with an aggressive uh, motion. I don't even know what that means. Uh, they thought he had a gun. And lo and behold, he didn't. It was a cell phone. Uh, I really don't know what to say about it. You know what I mean? Like, at this point, we've become conditioned to understand that black men just get shot by the police. I was riding down the highway today and it's the first of the month, so you know, all my black men know what that means when it comes to police. First of the month, end of the month. That's when everybody you know what I'm saying gets checked. I was on the road, I seen Four or five police cars pulling people over. Why? Because it was the first of the month. Now, if you told me that, that a disproportionate amount of these encounters end up in gunfire and death of a civilian, that's crazy. I'm not even talking about the fact that he's black. Just the fact that the cops went after somebody who they thought was breaking in the cars, and we've yet to see any uh, evidence of that. I mean, he might have had some stolen stereos, or I don't even know what people break in the cars for these days, but he should have had a, a plethora of items that he had stolen since he was breaking in the cars. But he wasn't. And that's a shame. You know what I mean? It's a real shame because, I mean... We need cops. We definitely need cops. But we don't need cops to shoot black people. Or to shoot anybody. Whatever happened to, you know, the criminal fire first and then you have to take them down. Like, cops don't even move by the rules of the Geneva Convention. That's facts. But, <clears throat> what I want to talk about in today's second episode... It's the comparisons between the two. The two. Episode two, by the way. Me, 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 me. Shout out to the pregame boys. Anyway. So then you have this guy. Uh, 
Stephon Clark. Black man, hoodie. It's a fresh hoodie, by the way. Gets gunned down in the back, mind you, by uh, some of Sacramento's finest. Finest. That's crazy as fuck. Um, they didn't know whether he had a gun or not. They didn't even know whether he was the person that was committing the crime or not, but they still shot him dead because they so-called fear for their life. But then you have this guy. If you're not familiar with who this guy is, I'm not sure if the picture's large enough or whatever. This guy is the guy who shot up all of Las Vegas. Uh, I'm not quite sure how far back that was. But here you have him walking into a hotel room with suitcases full of guns. I'm like, full of fucking guns. And no one bats an eye. No one says anything. And to this day, we still don't know why he did it. I mean, this man apparently was uh, well-to-do. He had money. Shit, he was in Vegas. I think he had like a couple businesses and business contracts. Turns out his brother's a pedophile. Look that up. But you have the balance of the two Stephans. You got Stefan, this guy over here. And then you got Steven. You got Clark, you got Paddock. Stefan, Steven. Keep your eyes open for maybe a Family Matters reboot, I guess. But this is a prime example of what law enforcement fails to focus on, and that's the true evil. Evil doesn't come in a color. You know what I mean? Evil doesn't come with race. Evil is evil. You know? But then you got this guy who was allowed to stockpile guns. And we're talking about guns at a very particular time. Hell, a school got shot up just recently. Again. Yet, I feel that the, the argument has been lost with that. I mean, yeah, we need gun control. We need gun control. Everyone need, everyone needs a gun, but we still need to control them. Hell, everybody got a car, and we control that. Everyone has a house. Well, not everyone has a house. I'm sorry. Let me rewind that. Everyone doesn't have a home. But uh, what people fail to realize in this. Uh, Pulse, oh, not even the Pulse. There was a nightclub that got shot up as well by an AR-15. And I'm not even going to get into the gun debate. I think everyone should own a gun. But I think everyone should be accountable for said gun. How about that? That might be cool. Shit. Hell, how about we make people register guns or more so 
make cops be accountable for every bullet they fire. Why did he get shot at 20 times? He got hit in the back eight. Or maybe in the side two and in the back six. But regardless of the fact, he wasn't coming at him aggressively. He was knocking on his grandmother's window. And whether he was a criminal or not, it's far beyond the point. I'm a black man. And I'm pretty sure if I fuck around and walk outside, get pulled over by the cops, and maybe isn't feeling it that day, maybe he isn't feeling it that day, and he pulls out his service weapon, and he puts his whole clip into my body, what would they say then? Would I go down as another name on the list? Hell, I know things are bad. Things are worse than bad. That's crazy. You know what I mean? You turn on the news and you hear that an unarmed black man got shot by the police at the, as if that's the way things are supposed to be, but it's not. But it is, but it's not, but it is truly is and hell there there are white people who get shot by the cops that are, I feel that are unjustified hell why do cops have a show called cops like why are they so focused on television that they can't I saw a program the other day something in Florida that was like uh, El Dorado County cops and it was just the Eldorado County Police Department just driving around like they were the show cops. Why are they so focused on that? Why? <clears throat> you can Skype me if you feel like it. Uh, you guys got Skype. You can Skype me at blacksheadroom at gmail.com. That's B-L. A-X-X head room at gmail.com It's my second episode so I'm kind of ironing out some things. Uh, we are coming to you live in the virtuary right now and we're talking about black or the battle of two Stevens. We got one man that's responsible for killing. I'm not quite sure how many people died on the Las Vegas Strip. Prayers to them and their families. And no one thought that he might be capable of such evil. But then you have a man that was just knocking on his grandmother's window. And the cops perceived him to be worthy of execution and we're now seeing this all on cameras and all on the news on CNN we're hearing everyone talk about it but what are we actually doing what can we do hell <clears throat> who out here Shout out to the viewers, you guys are tuned in. You guys are my favorite five followers at this point. 
drinks for you. Silas is golden sometimes. Sorry, I had to digest that shot there. So what are we going to do? <clears throat> Just found out Black Panther sold X amount of millions in the box office. But what, is, what does that have to do with the way we're treated? How we feel when we watch a movie like Black Panther, what does that have to do with how we're treated when we walk outside that door? Huh? Not very good. Hell, I am scared. Damn near 40 times a day. I don't even go out during holidays. It was Easter Sunday. I stayed my ass in the house because I knew that the cops would be swarming. And I'm not the perfect of gentlemen, so I keep my ass indoors. And you, how much does that block from my potential way of life? I mean, before people would say that I'm paranoid and yeah, man, I don't want to go out because I might get pulled over by some cop who just didn't like me that day and just decided to feel like they killed me. Speaking of police shootings, there's a common correlation between these shootings. People aren't really factoring in, I guess, things that I wouldn't normally factor in when it comes to school shootings. Not school shooters, shit. Kind of rewind that one. I'm talking about these, these folks that are uh, killing us in the streets. It's genocide. Total genocide. <clears throat> if you think about it, there's no possible way that a lot of these cops that kill these people, like with Alton Sterling, he's the man sitting outside selling CDs. Some cops walk up to him and already they're ready to go. Guns drawn, everything the works. Just him, some CDs. And the guy literally said that he was gonna shoot him before he shot him. And I'm almost confident that they knew that cop by name. I forgot, I don't know his name. But if anyone knows about encounters with police, that you remember the cop that harassed you. You remember the cop that gave you that ticket when he didn't have to. You remember the cop that told you to keep it moving when you didn't really have to move in the first place. So I'm pretty sure that those cops knew Alton Sterling by a name, maybe a nickname, maybe his real name, maybe they knew his sister, maybe they knew his brother. But if cops patrol neighborhoods, 
then they should know, and I'm pretty sure that they do know, the usuals. I'm pretty sure they drove by that convenience store 20 times and seen him out there selling CDs. But some Phantom 911 call, and without checking where the 911 call come from, and that's another thing. The store owner wanted him, I mean, who was okay with him out there selling CDs. And so these cops come up and don't think that this isn't a, a second time encounter. Eric Gardner, his encounter with the police was probably the fifth, sixth, seventh hundred billion time that he had encountered said police officers. But the time that he claimed his life was the most important. He might not have known those police officers, but those police officers definitely knew him. That's deep. Mike Brown. Probably walked back and forth from his mother's house to that convenience store six zillion times. And Darren Wilson probably drove up that street six million times. You don't think that they came across each other once? It's not a coincidence, man. This, this is all by design. If I get killed by the local PD, trust believe those people have seen me before and I've seen them. You don't think George Zimmerman saw Trayvon Martin walk from his mother's house all the way to the convenience store and back several times? You think that was the first time he went to the store and got some Skittles? It's not, wasn't the first time, won't be the last. These people, frequent these places. These are people that are getting killed in their everyday routine. And cops' job is to observe and report. And you don't think they had been observing before all these events took place? Mm. There was a shooting in uh, St. Louis or Ferguson, or in Missouri, rather right after the Mike Brown thing happened. And there was a guy outside and they said he was holding a pocket knife. And I think he might have been holding a pocket knife. But that crazy motherfucker might, and may he rest in peace, I'm sorry. But he was acting crazy. And they probably knew. They probably been up at that convenience store on several reports. But at what point in time do they figure they should kill him this time? These aren't tourists. These are people that walk around in their town, in their city, in their neighborhood every day. And these cops patrol these streets every day. So you don't think they know who they're harassing? You don't think they have an idea on who they want to target? 
In my belief, with the Stefan Clark thing, I think they were looking for his brother. Hence the You Can't Catch Me strut he did in City Hall. Shout out to that. Thought that was gangster. But I wouldn't want to be him for a second. Not at all. Not at all. He lost his brother and that was his ground. You know what I mean? That was his ground. I think Stefan Clark might have been the good brother. And you just unleashed wrath in the little brother. Sometimes the little brother is way liver than the big brother. Speech. <clears throat> I'm not here to offer any solutions. I'm just here to offer questions. If you feel that you have a question, question it. And call me at Black's Headroom at gmail.com maybe you don't want to see your face I'm, I'm working on an alternative to that or whatever but um not quite sure how long I've been on been on 21 minutes I think a cool half hour is uh that's okay okay for those of you watching Check out the pregame boys at the pregame boys at Gmail. I'll have all these tags later, I guess. <clears throat> but I really want people to think and ask questions. Why do police tend to cover up things? Why are police getting prosecuted? I mean, we know the answer. We most definitely know the answer. No, I don't know what to do. Someone help me. Someone give me some advice. Ah, my man watching from Scotland. How do you feel about some of these things that's going on in America? I'm not quite sure how much you're exposed to in Scotland. I don't know nothing about Scotland. I would love to to visit. Scotland. I've never left America. <clears throat> but I love when people come visit from other lands. I'm, I'm intrigued by other cultures and things of that nature. But if you're watching from Scotland, salute to you. <clears throat> what else? What else? <clears throat> Mind if I smoke? Yep. It's a whole lot of mess. Uh, so what do you want to do? Do we want to just keep getting shot on the streets? To all my non-people of color? To my... I'm glad you find it disgusting. It is very disgusting. It, it, it doesn't even matter if, if because I'm black. 
to see police just gun people down with no rhyme or reason to it is insane. It's insane. But here we are, conditioned to it in America. You know what I mean? You're watching from Scotland. It's racist. But you won't hear me say that it's racist. Sir, I am from the deep south. I'm talking about black people can't go on dark roads at night because they may not be heard from again. So I'm not going to say what's racist because to say something is racist automatically stops that point into just being racist. But what if you were white? What if you were white and knocking on his grandmother's window and the police come around the corner, gun him down and overkill? And I guess the last part, since we're talking about that, since we're talking about race, the fact that the cops made a mistake isn't the racist part. When you watch the news and you see that an unarmed black man got shot, don't just think it's about him getting shot. When Mike Brown was killed, his dead body laid out there for four hours for everyone to see. That's the part. That's the part that's hard to deal with. Once they put his, Once they put him down, he stayed there and bled out. Stephen Clark stayed there and bled out. Now once they've been killed, they don't even try to administer help. And that's the part that makes it murder. You put them down, you subdue them. Now cuff them and let them have his day in court. But they don't even want that. But they let his dead body stay out there. They let Mike Brown's dead body stay out there. They let Stephon Clark's body laid out there for everyone to see. Stephen Paddock, he fucked around and they kept that shit on total lockdown. We barely know about this motherfucker. But Stephon Clark, we know his Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we know his baby mama, his two kids, we know his cousin, his brother, everything. And they left him out there to die. But that's it for me. I digress. This your boy Max Headroom. Right. This your boy Black Headroom. And I'm out.